What up, what up, what up, what up, internet? Who you are, what you be, where you're at, what you see. You know what you're doing. This is pop cult parenting. Right? <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> that is the name of our no, two-year-old I'm... podcast. <laughs> like, we are close the... to 30 episodes. Yes. What the hell is this show called? <laughs> that is the name of the podcast. Showed up drunk to say, what the hell is this show called? <laughs> <laughs> Yo, welcome to Pop Cult Parenting. You know, the, the podcast where we go back in time. Take it way back. Way, 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 way back. Back in time. And we talk about, you know, the media we consumed, watched, listened to, played video games, all that good stuff, board games. And we, we just talked about how it aged and how it shaped us. And now that we're parents, well, we share it with our, our youngsters. But, uh, you know, it's a beautiful day, a beautiful night. We're talking about some, uh, some pillars, four pillars of uh, R&B. And uh, and uh, we'll we'll get into that, but uh, you know I'm I'm the honor to be here with my my co-host, and I you guys can introduce yourself, but I am one of your hosts, Mark M F Clyde Jones, and it's great to be here with y'all, fellas. How you doing? Hello, this is Niels R Y A K Nehu. All right, and this is Shannon Smith, aka I do not own the rights to any of this music, so please. <laughs> Uh, dating yourself. This is definitely the Napster age right here. <laughs> Basically, this episode is a little different because this episode is we're, we're getting we got the idea from a meme. Basically, I, I stumbled across a meme and I sent it to the fellas and I said, "Hey, episode idea," and everyone was down. And basically, the meme was of four R&B groups: Boys to Men, Jagged Edge, One Twelve. And Drew Hill. And it said, rank these groups. And man, the internet did the work for us. We'll have to work for us. <laughs> you know? <laughs> and and then, then we just were like, yeah, let's let's do this. And we kind of all went back and well, I know I went back and 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 researched and not really researched, but just listened. But uh yeah, we're gonna talk about that, talk about our rankings, talk about the history. Nails, you got some history about these uh pillars of R and B, right? Yes, so just some real quick reminders of who these groups are. These are all male, black male groups that uh, came prominent in the uh, early, mid, late 90s, early 2000s. So I'm going to go over uh, the groups. First one is Drew Hill. Drew Hill, uh, the member's name is Jazz, Woody, Nokio, and Cisco. Drew Hill's out of Baltimore, and actually, the name of the group is from a park in Baltimore called Drew Hill. Even though I've been to Baltimore many times, I ain't never seen Drew Hill Park, but I'm sure it exists somewhere. Hey, they probably ain't in really, really in Baltimore. They're like in a suburb, but no. Nah, <laughs> Some albums that you may remember from Drew Hill is the the self-titled album called Drew Hill in '96 and Enter the Drew in '98. Then they have some singles like Tell Me, In My Bed. Five Steps, How Deep Is Your Love, or, <clears throat> excuse me, How Deep Is Your Love Me? Um, and then <laughs> that song, it sounds like they're going by in a, in a car real fast. How do you love me? <laughs> yeah, what do you say? Exactly. <laughs> so that is Drew Hill. The next group is Boys to Men. Um, Boys to Men is from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Um, members are Nathan, Wanye, Sean, and Mike Bass. Um, Mike Bass is, you know, he had health problems, so he ain't like officially in the group. But the boys men that we know and remember had the deep voice brother in there, so we included him in the group. Some of their albums include Cooley High Harmony, the album Two, and Evolution. Some of the singles. Now I'm only going to say some because this is boys to men, so obviously they they got a sinister, nasty, atrocious catalog. Um, but some of their singles include Motown Philly, Hard to Say Goodbye, Let It Snow, <laughs> On Bended Knee, Water Runs Dry, I'll Make Love to You, End of the Road, and of course, Mama. So yes, that is uh, Boys to Men. Next is 112. 112 is from Atlanta. Members are Q, Mike, Slim, Duran. Uh, albums are 112, Room 112, and Part 3. 
a uh, quick side note i uh sold uh with the, one of my claims to fame back in my hustling days was selling burnt cds and <laughs> my part the part 3112 was my contribution to robinson high school <laughs> i sold that sucker for five dollars 10th grade was popping we were playing 112 um all through the school so everyone at robinson you're welcome i digress some of the songs include cupid only you Anywhere, Peaches and Cream, It's Over Now, and Dance With Me. And last, but certainly not least, well, depending on who you talk to, certainly not least is Jagged Edge. Jagged Edge is from Atlanta. They include the Casey Twins, Rich and Kyle. Albums are A Jagged Edge, J.E. Heartbreak, and Jagged Little Thrill. Some of the singles include I Gotta Be, Promise, The Legendary... Overplayed song, Let's Get Married, and last but not least, Where the Party At. So yes, that is some of the quick highlights of uh, the four groups we're going to be reviewing today. So fellas, um, should we jump into rankings or anyone want to share anything before we jump in? Um, I just want to say like, before we get into rankings, man, it was, this was so much fun going <laughs> back and, and playing these these groups and these songs and, you know... I said this to y'all before we recorded, but when I first saw this meme, I was like, oh, I I already got my ranking. Like, I looked at it for five seconds. I was like, bam, I already know who's going to be number one, who's going to be last. And, man, once I went back and started listening, it threw everything out of whack. It's like I forgot. There, there's one group we'll talk about. It's like I forgot everything that they did. Yeah. And then yeah. and when I went back and listened, I was like, oh my God. I wanted to like find out where they were and apologize to them. <laughs> <laughs> like, like I owe y'all the biggest apology. I am so sorry. Like, um, but no, no, no. It was it was just a lot of fun, man. I had the whole house grooving going back and listening to these 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 bangers. Similar. It was yeah, going back and listening and and I, I think for me it was like the features. Like uh it's because you you already at least for me it was like I already had in my head uh, same like you like okay boom I already know who's gonna be and then yeah you start hearing some features you're like oh I forget I forgot about that and you know um, and you got to do a timing thing sort of because it's like in in this period of time this group yes. was hot it was yes. better than this one in this in this window in this window yes but it was better <laughs> yes so, so it made it tough it made it tough. I think for me, it was just, man, um, what a time to be alive. Late 90s, early 2000s, man. Sheesh. That was just a glorious time where I didn't have to pay bills and and so many other things. So, like, I was, like, legit having, like, flashbacks listening to some of these songs, thinking about some of these groups. I even remember, like, some of the first times I saw some of these music videos. Like, I remember where I was, what I was doing. So, like, it was, you know, I love reminiscing, hence why, you know, this podcast exists. <laughs> so, it was really fun just just uh, taking a, a blast of the past and, and remembering all the things that were happening when these songs were out. Yeah, like, I bet if you could be transported back to where you were and what you looked like when, when you were listening to these groups, it, there was a moment I was like, man, I could just, it, it could be me with an with a East Bay uh 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 what is it the east bay uh because it, well, it wasn't a magazine catalog catalog yeah, the east bay catalog and a hardwood classic and a and a the Yo, sony walkman Mark, Mark, i gotta say <laughs> hold on real quick we almost all of us were probably sneakerheads in some way shape or form because the way we would look at east bay magazines are like the way that prison folks look at playboys no like, it was Phoenix. it was Oh, you know, like, we like up to Yo, you see this? You see page nine? No, no, it's I like remember. We were looking at the Jet Beauty of the Week. <laughs> like, it was, it, it was another level. I remember borrow like people borrowing East Bay's in between classes, and then like if you got the East Bay taken away, dog, it was a wrap. Like, dog, what's wrong with you, man? I told you to be careful. <laughs> yeah, we were obsessed. Anyways, <laughs> that was East Bay wholesale. Was was it wholesale? Bro, like, I don't know. How did we get the magazines? I feel like, did anyone actually sign up for East Bay magazines? Like, how did we get them? Yeah, I feel like they they were they were like basically how sort of Netflix and some of the things are now, where it's like I don't know who has the subscription. Like, fifty of us get to watch it, 
and and that that one person is the one paying for it. Like everybody else shares it. Yeah, because I'm like yes. I don't know who had a subscription yet. Everybody I know had the magazine. There's some some kid in a 1920s like caber hat. He's like extra extra. Got your e space here. I'm like young man, young man, one e space. <laughs> it was whatever. So. Espace must have been in whatever place those AOL demo discs were, because like they just magically appear. I'm pretty sure they mailed it, but like I don't ever really remember them mailing it. They just magically appeared out of nowhere. The '90s, y'all had to be there. Y'all had to be there. Mm. So, just naming how we do rankings at Pop Call Parent. Each of us goes around. We give our rankings. We try very hard not to react so we can let the folks completely go through the ranking. Then we're going to then discuss our rankings. We'll also share a little bit about um, each of these groups and how we feel about the groups. Oh, and by the way, uh, when you when we're doing our rankings, we're also um, going to give a little shout-outs to all of our wives, our significant others, our better halves, um, because they had a chance to, to look at the groups as well and give their, their uh, input too. So we're going to include them. Um, when we share our rankings. But uh, Shannon, go ahead and kick us off, please. All right, great. I'm going to be reckless this episode. Uh, oh, and, Lord. And, and I love it because uh, <laughs> this gave me the opportunity to to sort of come into my old manness, uh, where you're like, the music they playing today, it ain't nothing. I hate it. Like, you know, <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't got no reason to listen to anything R&B past like maybe 2003. So <laughs> that's how I felt. So, uh, Agreed. So my list, uh, the top, uh, and then I'll say my wife's uh, after me. So mine, Drew Hill, number one, and I'm going from I'm going from one to I guess best to worst if we want to say that one to four, whatever. Uh, but I'm gonna say Drew Hill, Boys to Men, One Twelve, and then Jagged Edge. So that's my <laughs> that's, that's my uh, my my top there uh, my t- top four uh, or rank order. Mm. My wife, uh, hers, boys to men, hands down number one. And then after that, she didn't care. That was it. She <laughs> said, she said, and hey, everyone else. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, for the other, she was like either either I either there was a bunch of songs there I just don't know. Or she was just like, I just don't care about them. They're not boys to men. So, so that's hers. Hers is boys to men. And after that, it doesn't really matter. Awesome. Mark, you're next. Shannon, Shannon. Yo, that's funny, man. I had a similar experience. Um, But uh, starting at number one, right? The boys from Philly, boys to men. Put some respect on their name, Shannon. We'll get into it later. <laughs> All right. Number two, like... I, I I thought this was going to be clear when I first looked at this list, but after listening to it, I flipped it up. My number two is 112. I owe them boys an Apollo G, and we can get into that later. Number three is Drew Hill, and wrapping up is Jagged Edge at number four. Uh, as far as my wife, Shannon, I had a very, very similar experience. My wife was like, boys to men. And the rest, <laughs> like she, she, she was all about boys to men. Um, she actually kind of forgot who Drew Hill was for a second until I started like playing, playing some bangers, and then she was like, "Oh yeah, yeah, yeah." And then um, we got into the one twelve together, and she was, we were having a good time. So um, that's all I'm gonna say until we get more into it. That's my rankings. Go ahead, Nels. Wow. Okay. <laughs> So funny enough, my ranking is the same as my wife's, my wife's ranking. So we pick, we have the exact same list and this list is identical to Shannon's list. Number one, Drew Hill. Number two, Boys to Men. Number three, 112. And number four, why y'all even on the list? Why are y'all here? Jagged Edge. I can, I mean, look. I, we can we could definitely talk in depth, but I think something that is very prevalent when my wife and I were dating, I asked her a series of questions, and I think it was through email, like we were like courting each other, and one of the questions I asked 
Because I was just like, I'm curious on how she's going to react. My, mind you, my wife's from New Jersey. I said, Drew Hill or Boyz II Men? Because, like, you would think if most folks, they're going to straight up say Boyz II Men. Like, statistically, Boyz II Men's probably the greatest boy group of all time. Male men group, excuse me, of all time. Like, when you look at the numbers and everything, they're just hands down, they're one of the dopest. But Drew Hill, Drew Hill, they got two, I mean, they got three three or four albums, but them two albums dominated the 90s, dominated. So I was like, that was one of the first questions I asked her. I was like, boy, some minute, Drew Hill. And she was like, Psh, Drew Hill. And I was like, all right, all right. We're going to get married. Nails, let me... Let me let me let me jump in here because I like dog Drew Hill was my group back in like like gr- Drew Hill was my group back in the day and like I didn't I did not y'all I did not f with R and B like I I just didn't I was like why why are you wasting your time listening to that <laughs> soft stuff or that softness for no reason you know like I did not f with R and B but I would always bump Drew Hill and I think being removed from that time. And just like trying to be objective and listen to all these these groups right now, like when I like I told you when I saw the list when I first saw the list I was like oh it's gonna be Drew Hill, Boys to Men, One Twelve, Jagged Edge, and then when I went back and listened I was like hmm I'm gonna have to switch this up a little bit like I, I just want to say like I don't mean any disrespect to Drew Hill based on my rankings like the One Twelve thing I just we get into it I just started listening to all their hits I was like dang man these dudes were nice. Yo, <laughs> they Mark, were nice. Mark, we, we gotta hear you talk about 112. Now mind you, now mind you, 112 made me some money in high school. So I, I'm not completely against 112. And I and I think part of it is like the backing of the the bad boy machine. Like you are the R and B group for the bad boy machine. You're going to have some of the best features ever. You're gonna have some of the best production ever. Like it's very clear that like you're gonna have dopeness surrounded with like I mean let's let's keep it a buck. Diddy made Jodeci. Like P. Diddy created yeah. Jodeci. And now you're giving him his own R and B group to do whatever he wants with, and out comes 112. Like, of course they're gonna be great. Dog. But please, Mark. The crazy continue. thing about the here's the crazy thing about 112, right? You you look at their 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 music. And as a DJ, if you needed to get the party started, there's about four or five 112 songs that you like, all right, I'm going to get this done going, right? Um, bro, because like, okay, I'll just like, you know, the the features, their features are great, right? But then I started really getting into the the hits, the, the hits I forgot. I completely forgot Cupid was a thing. Cupid, yes, it was. I listened to it like three times a day. Yes, Cupid was a banger. Completely forgot him. (laughs) That's what made Slim famous. (laughs) Yo, like, like, completely forgot about that, right? So. I basically went to uh, how I did every group. I went to iTunes and I looked at their essentials list. So I was like Cupid, right? And then, um, and then like anywhere. Oh, like dog. Yeah. I remember. I remember being alone anywhere in my house. Anywhere is Cupid. <laughs> like, 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 I remember. I remember like 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 getting ready for like school dances and shit. Like, like homecoming. Like listening to like anywhere, thinking like I was I was doing something right. Yeah. Um. Dog, Peaches and Cream, that was the soundtrack to my sophomore summer. Like, and, and that was like, that was, I think, right when like LimeWire and Kazaa yep. was becoming like a thing. So, and and like when we were really first getting into like burnt CDs. So like, I definitely, dog, I love Peaches and Cream so much. I had it on one of my burnt, like my first burnt CD ever. I made it at my uncle's house. Had Peaches and Cream at the beginning and the end of the CD. <laughs> and it wasn't even like two different versions. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was the same version at the beginning and the end. Just, oh just to like wrap it all home, dog. Yo, okay. Tell me, for the life of me, I could not remember. Dance with me, right? We'll get into that. Banger, right? Get the party started. Get the party jumping. 
Was that its own video or did was there a video that cut to Dance With Me? Peaches and Cream had Dance With Me as like the interlude. And then everybody yes. was like, yo, what song is that? And then they made a video for Dance With Me. Yes, dog. I was like, whenever that video came on, it would like blow your mind because you're yeah, you're going in with that, and then like that's already got you hyped. And in the middle of Peaches and Cream, this dope ass song, <laughs> and they got to dance with it too. <laughs> and that was when Hype Williams was at his most Hype Williams too. So like, yeah. And then it was so dope they made a Dance with Me video. Dog dance that 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 is like one of the like greatest let's get the party started beats of all time. Dance with me is so dope, dog. Like that is such a block party song. And like that was another one that I like I, I remembered it, but I just kind of like forgot about it. It's like it was lost in the sands of time to me. And when I heard it, the you know, the shoulders started like, oh shit, you know, <laughs> when the just yeah. shoulders start going back. And then and then the uh if you sexy and you know it, clap your hands. Yeah. Like I was like, oh my goodness, dog. Like, like they are bringing me this, back. But Shannon actually did the clap. Shannon did it. <laughs> I, I didn't know how it would sound on the podcast. <laughs> Something like that. Oh man. I mean, dog, and then and then like it's over now. Bruh, I mean, like, I feel like 112, they they made it okay to be a dude and like like RB. Kind of. Like they they were part of that, like, like, oh dog, you can listen to these. You ain't soft. Like, this, come on, man. We ain't soft. You know? <laughs> like, I feel like I think the 112, if you're gonna say 112 did that, then I would couple that with Drew Hill too. Cause Drew Hill to like, yeah, yeah. to me Drew Hill was like the ones that are like and that's yeah, what I said, you could be a hard dude that. driving and have <laughs> and be in a car with number guys and have Drew Hill playing and nobody saying nothing wrong about it. Dog, <laughs> <Bruh. laughs> no, you could have a like yes. a dog. No, Everybody just singing along. <laughs> It could it could have been no, it would be the late I I, I think uh, Dance with Me came out like late nineties early two thousands. You have an Escalade spinners four big six foot dudes hardwood classic do rags and Dance with Me on and no one would think like no one would like give that joint a second look. So they're like oh that's a that's a typical thing here in two thousand in the year two thousand. So. Mark, it sounds like to me, 112 climbed up there because of their like party bangers. And because like some of the other songs, like you just underappreciated at the time, but now you remember they ain't yeah. like, oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Dog, and then I mean their features like I'll be missing you, only you. Yeah, only you. Yeah. Like, like I was like, I was like, man, I wanted to find them and just be like, yo, y'all need to come back or something the world the world needs you once well <laughs> I, I remember part of part of the reason i like fell in love with them like they were great was uh like you know they they had i think they might have already had their album out so it was like you knew about them but uh i i distinctly remember there was an episode i think of moesha yeah like they they like performed there or they went to a concert or something but i remember they did the, the only you song um Shannon, I remember that episode. Yeah. Yes. And I was like, I was like it, it just sticks in my head. And I'm like, yo, I already like them. But yo, this is bomb. I like this. Like, Because also, that was a great time in the 90s. You would have a show. And it's like the up and rising R&B group. It, it's just like their timing was, was always perfect. The up and rising R&B group. Because, you know, by the time they recorded it, they were still sort of up and coming. But by the time it aired, they were already huge. So I was like, just the the timing was was perfect. Yeah, good old you. Yo, that that was a staple, <laughs> dog. That was a in the in the nineties, early two thousands. If you was R and B, you were going to be on someone's TV yeah. show. Like you're either going to be type on of Fox form of fashion or one of those random <laughs> <laughs> shows on UPN. You're going to be on UPN, Fox, or the WB after seven PM. Yes. You was going to be on like one of those channels. <laughs> you remember New York Undercover was a crime detective show and yet and still 
Yeah, and still, there were random musical performances at the end of every episode. <laughs> Yo, that, that'd be the best one. That's like that, Law and that, Order that having a country best. singer at the end of every episode. Like, there's no reason for it. The, for me, those were the best is like when they didn't even introduce the group. They'd just be at a club and it'd be like 112 or Jagged Edge on stage. But it was always funny when they introduced you. The group, because it'd be like it'd be the main character of a show, and somehow they like stumble on backstage, and like, oh my god, yo, Jagged Edge! He's like, yeah, what's up? It's us, Jagged Edge. Like, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you know, and they would always show up at like the youth center or the the party. It's like, oh, I told my school you play my prom. It's like, oh, get him out of here. And then like, well, we're Jagged Edge, and we had a change of heart. So here we are at the high school prom. Like, it was always the same type formula man mark you know what's funny right now there's like everybody who's listening is thinking about an episode that you're describing and the funny thing is it could be about seven different shows that everybody's thinking about it's the same same thing same formula i know some folks are thinking about um bell biv devoe on the fresh prince classic people think about some other shows Yes, that's the point. That's what Mark is saying. <laughs> it's the same, same recipe for all those shows. Man, good times. Pop Cult Parent is sponsored by Heroes for Hire, LLC. Turn your vision to reality with Heroes for Hire. Heroes for Hire helps bring budding social entrepreneurs turn their ideas for change into fully functional 501c3 nonprofit organizations. Heroes for Hire has helped over 50 nonprofit organizations create their bylaws, apply for tax exemption, recruit board members, and more. Heroes for Hire is the Pop Cult's founding sponsor, and we are so excited to be partnering with them. Learn more at heroesforhirellc.com. Let's talk about the one that was last on all of our lists, because I feel like we'll spend some significant time talking about the other ones. Let's talk about Jagged Edge. Now, Jagged Edge was a respectable group, right? They had some songs. I'm not going to call them bangers, but they had some songs. Yeah, I remember the one thing specifically about Jagged Edge when I was like, okay, I might like y'all. When they um, did Where the Party At and they had that little dance, the oh, 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 oh. I was like, okay, y'all got me. I like that. And I did the dance. But outside of that, I mean, y'all can talk and share all you want about Jagged Edge. But I'm about to get on my soapbox. I do not like Jagged Edge. I am not a Jagged Edge fan. That one song was the only song of Jagged Edge I liked. There were some songs that were like, okay. But my thing with Jagged Edge was they were overplayed. Anytime any of their songs came out, I gotta be promised... And that other one that I refuse to mention, but I'm going to because of this podcast, it got played on the radio over and over and over again. Y'all, Let's Get Married is one of the worst songs in the world. I hate Let's Get Married. And this is why. One, it was overplayed. Two, they don't sound that good in the song. And three, if you really paid attention to the lyrics, that was not love. We ain't getting no younger. We might as well do this. The f- what? He's like, let's just settle. This ain't love. I'm with you. You with me. And I'm not even asking you. I'm telling you that we're going to get married. F out of here. No, it is a terrible song. And all these, all the girls I went to school with love that song. For what? For what? Were you listening this ain't love that y'all talking about? Man, I hated Let's Get Married. I still hate Let's Get Married. We went to go see, we went to like a random concert. Erica Badu was the headliner. It was like one of those concerts where they bring like everybody who was dope in the early 2000s. Like Babyface was right before Erica Badu. Like it was, it was a cool concert. Jagged Edge was on the, on the list. And when they started playing Let's Get Married, I went to go get snacks for Chamel. Like, I do not bang with Jagged Edge and that song. But anyway, that was my soapbox. Thank y'all for letting me vent. <laughs> what, are your, what are y'all's thoughts on Jagged Edge? So so I, I do not have as strong of uh, feelings as Niels does <laughs> towards them. Uh, for me, I mean, I, I think they are, they are the, the... 
they are the worst on this list, but <laughs> they're but you know they they were they were all right. Uh, I do agree. Yeah, let's get married. Is uh, uh, I think it should actually be called let's just settle. Uh, let's just settle. You know, however that goes. <laughs> By the way, I want to let y'all know y'all gonna hear some bad singing throughout this podcast because I cannot sing. But from know, all of us, this. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I will say for me, yes, where the party at? That is what what during that period of what was that maybe 2002 or whatever it was like that is what got the party started like there would be music playing you know people people having a good time but nobody really dancing but like you play that it's like okay okay like now we're having a party for real that is what got the party started um and I think their features, that's, I mean, that's, that's the thing that gets me like their, uh, their features, they killed it. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, I wasn't a huge fan, but I didn't hate them, uh, as, as our co-host here does. <laughs> Go ahead, Mark. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. I didn't, I didn't, I didn't, <laughs> I didn't toss and turn in my bed at night. Like, oh, Jack and Edge, Jack and Edge, like, <laughs> you know, um, yeah, they're just like a nothing group to me, man. And no disrespect, you know, the brothers are definitely talented. I just never, I didn't have any interest in them beyond like where to party at. Um, and then uh, I will say, man, I tracked down, it's not even their song, they're a feature, but Trade It All Part 2. Like this was also like in the early days of the internet. The joint with uh, Fabulous Mills oh, from Barbershop. Song? Yeah, yeah. I and the great the great thing about that song because I love yeah that song. they were the they were yeah. the hook girl I traded yeah. yeah now the great thing about fabulous songs real quick is like you don't even have to like sing them you could just mumble them and people think you sound like fabulous you like I'm like yeah Mark man you know all the words of that song huh you know all the words of that joint dude. <laughs> oh man! But uh, I mean, yeah, man. What did it say about Jagged Edge? Besides, like you know, they were they were a group, they were a thing. I mean, they must have had enough fans to you know tour and. But they seem like the typical like cookie cutter, R and B group. You know, though I don't I don't think there was anything like what like our rankings are different. But there was something special about Boys to Men. There's something special about Drew Hill. There's something special about One Twelve. But like I don't, and then I, there I don't was feel anything Edge. special. Yeah, and then there was Jagged Edge, and then you know, girl, I traded all, which was dope. Zoom, dun, 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 dun. <laughs> who made this? Who made this meme? And why did they put in Jagged Edge? Why didn't you put Black Street in? I mean, we can go. We can talk about. We can talk about all the folks who are missing. I don't want to just like continue to poo poo Jagged Edge, but. I, they clearly are the last one on all of our lists. And to your point, Mark, there are some special ones. They're the, the ones that are on the list are special for many reasons. All right. So we talked about 112. 112. That was number uh, number two on your list, Mark? Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Oh, shit. Um, and we yeah. talked about Jagged Edge, the last one on our list. And so the next one was either one or two. On everybody's list. So let's talk about boys to men. Who would like to start? So can I just open it with just this statement? I was, I was, you know, I've been watching some WandaVision, right? You know, lately been diving in WandaVision. And and I was thinking about the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Do y'all remember in Civil War when they're talking about the Sokovia? No, was that so yeah, they're talking about the Accords or whatever. And then Vision's like, he's like, well, since Mr. Stark became uh, Iron Man eight years ago, there's been a significant uptake in superhero activity. Like, that's what I think Boys to Men were. They were the, like the Tony Stark mm. down the line eight years ago. And because they started, like, they sparked all this all this stuff. You know, there was R&B, traditional R&B before Boys to Men. But, like, they, like, that's the pillar. That's like, like, you're going to make an R&B group? Let's, let's. Let's get a big dash of boys to men in there, and then you start adding other ingredients. So then, and then that's all I'm gonna say to just start this off. I, I feel like New Edition 
would slap you in the face for saying that. But <laughs> to your point, from the recollection of our age and what we remember, it was boys to men. Like boys to men is the definition of of the the male group. And the crazy thing is, they can't dance. Have you ever seen boys to men dance? <laughs> no. And they don't they don't dance. And like from what I know, I don't think they're that good looking. So like they don't look good. They're, they're basic. <laughs> they don't look good. They can't dance. But what can they do? They but can nails. sing their asses off. Nails, they can sing. <laughs> they can they, harmonize like they a mother. Harmonizing <laughs> over an open barrel in the middle of winter in Philly asses off, dog. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's all they bring it to the table. <laughs> they bring a harmony. A, my wife and I were talking about like everyone else on this list is about banging, effing, smashing. Yep. Boys to men was about two things: telling a woman you're sorry and making love to her. <laughs> not, not, not but love. <laughs> making sweet, gentle, candle lit, rose petal, <laughs> chocolate covered strawberry love to your woman. <laughs> yes. That is so true. Like, because uh, oh, I, I was I, I can't remember their, their entire discography, but I'm like, did they even have any song that was sort of like, you know, forget you, this is over, that type type of deal? Like, like, like with them being like, forget you. Because the closest like, one is Into the Road, <laughs> End of the Road. No, no, that that. And they or were I'm crying doing the just whole fine. Song. Yeah, yeah. Doing just fine is like it's like I don't need you. I'm doing just fine. <laughs> oh man! It was never the woman's fault, and in any voice to men, it's always your fault. You did it. You did it, man. <laughs> that's a beautiful. That's a beautiful woman, and you ruined it. That's every voice to men song. They, they were even willing to overlook some stuff, even if it was her fault, because. Uh, I'm trying to, what was the word? Like the deep voice guy? He was like, you know, I know Maybe. you were over there with that I'm fella. Sorry. Uh, with that fella. <laughs> like bass, yep. <laughs> yeah. He was like, he was willing to even overlook it. He was like, I know you over there with that fella. And uh <laughs> But I'm like, yeah, oh, everybody else got something where they're like, you know, forget you, I'm out, this and that. And they're like, yeah, apologizing. I'm willing to overlook it. It's oh, my fault. I can't I can't believe I, I a man, did this to you. My queen, like that's every voice of men. How looking at your hands? How how could I do this to you, my beautiful woman? <laughs> <laughs> um. So was it just a just a name? I think I shared this earlier, but just for for folks to remember, boys to men dominated the nineties. Like we, you know, if people think about music in the 90s, specifically around R&B and stuff, they're going to mention Whitney. They're going to mention Mariah Carey. They're going to mention Mary J. Blige. Well, the male equivalent to them was Boys to Men. Boys to Men and R. Kelly. That was, And I feel like, nah, it was probably like the same amount of like records being sold. That's how dominant Boys to Men was. They dominated the 90s. Like, if we were strictly talking statistics and sales and awards... This isn't a competition. It's boys to men, and we keep it. We keep it moving. We're talking about everybody else. We're doing. We're treating it like how Julie treats it. It is boys to men, and then everybody else. So, like, needless to say, there is sheer power when we talk about boys to men. Um, but like, yo, I am dying, Mark. <laughs> they didn't make. I'm a smash songs. They, they made. I love you, so I'm making love to you, so. Oh, I love you so oh, my goodness. much with all. Girl, with all my heart and passion and soul, I'm gonna take you down to the like, 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 dog. They were <laughs> dog, like they, they were all about loving them, man. Love, love, sweet, gentle, soft, sensual love. <laughs> like, like, proposal is coming after this. Like, like, yes. like, no, we we don't just have sex. Like, I'm I'm gonna propose after this. Like, like in love. <laughs> You know, the oh, freakiest man. song they had was a feature. Hey, lover, LL Cool J. And they weren't saying anything freaky. 
They probably didn't know what the whole song was about. They're just like, it's called Hey Lover. We're gonna show up. We're gonna talk about making love. And then LL was talking nasty the whole song. Hey love. And, and <laughs> I mean, when you go through their discography, man, they they really did have like banger after banger after banger. Like, I wonder if you like kind of broke down the timeline of Voice to Men and like you know the popularity. Like, man, I, I mean, I remember them being in the the conversation for a minute. You know, um, it probably wasn't until like the the what early late nineties that maybe like people weren't talking about them too much. Nah, we gotta go into the two thousands. Like like I would say mid two thousands, that's when really they started to go down. Yeah. I mean, they were their their like album evolution was like up there. They had another one where it had all their names on it and like all their like first names on it. That came out in like two thousand, two thousand one. It it didn't come it was like uh, the lowest out of all the ones they had earlier, and like after that, that's See, when they started to go down. But like, nah, they they were good up until like the mid two thousands. You know, if you could make all these groups into like an entity, a person, like Boys to Men was the dude that like the grandma liked. Like, oh, you going out with that nice Boys to Men? Oh, that's such he. You know, he go to church. I love him. He's so nice. And like <laughs> Jacket Edge would be like the. Oh, you mess with that jagged edge hoodlum. <laughs> jagged edge, the dope boy, <laughs> the dope boy, dog, dope boy the with boy. The, the the freshest forces <laughs> coming to school. Boys to Men literally had a song called "Mama." <laughs> yes, that was a banger. To yep. this day, yes, man. Do y'all have any like in particular um, favorites? It's got to be um, End of the Road. It's got to be End of the Road. I mean, Wanye goes in. Wanye goes in on all these songs. He's one of those. I don't know if y'all remember this. We talked about people who refuse to be outsung. Kanye refuses to be outsung by anyone, including his brother. He won't let nobody outsing him. Uh, and Wanye goes in on all these songs, but in particular, End of the Road. Definitely End of the Road. It's so hard to say goodbye. Uh, it's like all of those, but I I think something that stood out to me, I still remember like when I had first heard this, like, way in the 90s like i had heard a bunch of the boys the men songs before and of course you know they're all your your r&b slow and everything great making love all night which i think we'll come back to that too because everybody says that and nobody wants that let's be honest <laughs> the entire <laughs> night <laughs> the entire night no but one of their songs was uh the motown philly like when i first heard that i was like whoa what Cause I, cause I hadn't really ever heard like a upbeat song like that from them, like this really like dancing and this and that. That one stood out to me. I was like, yo, like this is Boys the Men going in like this. Was that their only upbeat song? Kind of, yeah, I think it was. I think that was like the only um, fast-paced song they had, man. Telling you, they were all about the like the slow, bathwater running, candlelit (laughs) mood setting. You know, like people our age back then probably was like, we gotta step our game up because like. It, it was one thing like, oh, yo, what's up, Slip? Yo, what's up, girl? Let me let me holler at you and like blah 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 and like like Mr. Still your girl, right? But dudes yeah. who just like 
who like Nels, like you said, looked okay, I guess. Like didn't look that good, but just come up there and start singing and like women like, oh, they start doing that little thing. <laughs> like, you're like, man, we gotta get the talent or something. We gotta get <laughs> We gotta sing, we gotta dance, we gotta dress good, we gotta have dope lyrics. We gotta like, come hard, we gotta do all these things. <laughs> I'll just say like a couple of my favorites, dog. It wasn't one of their most like like popular ones, but I loved what was it? Don't let uh, real love pass you by. Yep, pass you by. <sighs> yep, yeah, pass you love by. Love that song. That's one of my favorite songs from them. That you know what's so funny? Like that song. And here's the thing about Voice of Men. Like all like. A lot of R&B is like, yo, man, forget your boyfriend. I'm going to sneak up in there, you know, slide into your DMs before that was even a thing. Boys to Men was like, we're going to sit here and quietly wait for you to come to your senses and, <laughs> <laughs> and gently whisper into your ear and sing you nice, nice, sweet little notes. And then maybe, <laughs> maybe oh, you'll, you'll come and love me. <laughs> That's exactly just, what they did. Hey, That's hey, like the ever... ballad of the five, <laughs> under five, ten brother. I know because I live it. <laughs> like, I'm going to just be this good guy waiting hey. for you to realize <laughs> that I'm the one for you. Yep. If, if you're ever down, you know, you just want to talk. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love it, though. I love it, though, man. I love it. I like, dude. I knew Boyz II Men was a big hit when I I used to I used to live in Savannah, Georgia, right? And I went to this this summer camp, and they would take us to a, a skating rink. And this one really good dog. I had this one friend. His name was Alex Alexander, right? This dude was like he was like the '90s Huck Finn. He would always be catching critters and bugs. And like he like and like the and get and bring, is a hor- is a hilarious <laughs> hilarious statement in itself. Like he was always like into into stuff. He was always into something, right? Some type of animal, or he was always catching bees and stuff. But like dog, when we went to the the, the skating rink, Alexander would snap on his black rollerblades, and when when uh. Water Runs Dry comes on, dog, he, like, that was his jam, dog. I'm talking about 90s, bowl cut, blonde hair. Like, <laughs> he was into it, man. He was so into it. And every time I hear that song, I never forget. Like, he was like, he's like, oh, man, he's like, boys, the man, he just get up in there. <laughs> I'll never forget it, dog. So they definitely had reach. They had reach. I'm trying to imagine a blonde hair white boy Skating his butt off to <laughs> to water runs dry. <laughs> it's basically like if you watch the X Games and just overlay it <laughs> with voice to me. <laughs> That's a viewing experience. You just described an amazing viewing experience. I'm here for it. That's worth the price of admission. Um, and last but not least, Drew Hill. If Boyz to Men was the group that you would take home to your mama. Drew Hill were the kids down the street that are throwing the house party that you were sneaking out of your house to go to. Drew Hill, I mean, we, we the cool thing is a little bit of like all the things we liked about all these groups, Drew Hill had it like in some way, shape or form. Drew Hill could sing. Drew Hill couldn't really dance. One person could dance. <laughs> But the rest, they could stay on beat with them. They could stay when when they needed to. They could stay on beat with them. That tell me. Yes, that tell, that's exactly what I'm thinking about. Shit, <laughs> tell me. This, Drew Hill's the reason. Anytime we hear "Tell Me," we all just hop on beat. <laughs> <laughs> they they had dope lyrical songs. They had some jammers. They had the songs that you could play in the car with a car full of fellas and everybody singing along. Everybody singing five steps like it's okay. Like they Drew Hill kind of epitomized all those things. And that's why it was like the Swiss Army knife. Love them. And of course, 
they right down the street. So it's like you repping crib at the same time. Yeah, man. I mean, Drew Hill, let, let's talk, let, let, come, like, for real, for real, if we had, like, a serious moment here, Drew Hill was so good that Cisco convinced a whole generation of black folks, for black guys, that it was okay to blonde, to dye their hair blonde and platinum. Like, it was acceptable <laughs> to walk around with a dyed blonde hair. That's how good Drew Hill. You can't do that if you ain't killing it as a group. So, yeah, Drew Hill, needless to say, my number one. Yeah. I, and and I, I wanted to throw in, and pants to match. So, <laughs> platinum pants with your platinum hair. <laughs> Shirt optional. Shirt optional. But you will have a vest. <laughs> A leather vest <laughs> that matches your pants, but no shirt. That is the group. I, so I got I got put on Drew Hill by my by my older brother. I remember being the little brother uh, riding around in uh, riding around in the car with him, and um, and all the time I was just like, "Yo, this is this is good." Like I, you know, because because then I was uh, I don't know I wasn't huge huge I guess in in the music, but. But uh, right on him, he was always putting me on on Pac and and like everything. And so then, you know, but uh, but Drew Hill was my first introduction uh, riding around with him. So they've put out some albums. To me, I would say like their best albums or their first two, uh, which also for that time was ridiculous because what uh, Drew Hill self titled debut album came out in 1996. Had the hits, you know, Tell Me, Never Make a Promise, In My Bed, Five Steps. Um, and then two years later, uh, and honestly, I don't know the month, so it might not even have been a full two years later. They come out with Enter the Drew in 1998. Real Freak, How Deep Is Your Love, You Are Everything, uh, which Cisco killed the remix. Uh, Angel <laughs> Beauty, these are the times when they get... <laughs> I'm sorry, hold on. We got it. You are everything. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That video, man. That video uh, with the no. Matrix cameras. We were so dumb. We. We were we were like, yo, what's the, like? This is the Matrix. Stuff it down everyone's throat. I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's R and B, sports. Stuff it down their throats. Like, dog, when they jump up and like little. <laughs> and Nokio really thought he could rap with Ja Rule, and we all thought it too, dog. <laughs> that's the the only reason why I only know like I know someone besides Cisco is Andrew Hill. Is like, and I can't oh, baby. <laughs> I love that. Cause yeah, he went so hard, and I felt it. I felt it. I was like, "Yo, Nokia got bars." <laughs> Yo, that was a lie we all told each other. We really thought Nokia could rap alongside Ja Rule. And it was like, "Yo, they going bar for bar. This is great." Oh no, oh, we oh, lied to ourselves. Oh, <laughs> oh man, but yeah. funny. But yeah, they. But yeah, so I mean, like, kill sorry to interrupt you, Janet. <laughs> you brought no, it up. No. <laughs> you can't just bring up you are everything and then keep walking. <laughs> no, but that that was the thing. I was like, man, to to dance like Cisco, to, to to just if I could one time just have a room matrix around me, like that was. <laughs> but um, but yeah, oh, I was man. like, so to to have had that in two years, and then like I remember, I got. I got their third album. Like I remember, I bought that from a bootlegger uh, back in the day. <laughs> I was bootlegging the, the uh, album, so. Um, but I didn't even know they had came out with a third one because it just didn't do that well. It was it was like maybe one or two songs that were hot on there. Uh, so you know they, I don't know. Like Drew Drew Hill was amazing. I just got to say I think they they hit so hard with those first two albums, and then after that, I mean you know. Things happen. Uh, people left well, the group. Cisco went solo and dropped a fire album. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That album yeah. was woo. Mm-hmm. Yes, but even, even, even now, like mm. 
even now I was I was looking at something and so technically like Drew Hill is still working on some things mm-hmm. like to to put out some music but I think it's if I'm not mistaken it's Cisco and then two people we've never seen uh Smoking Black so I don't know <laughs> don't know Smoking Black but it's going to be Cisco Smoking Black and it's it's Drew Hill so I don't that's that that's all I know if I was Woody and Jazz I'd be like bruh this is all we got. <laughs> like, th- clearly they must just be old and their knees won't allow them to do Tell Me yeah. No More. Have you seen my LinkedIn? It just says Drew Hill. <laughs> like, <laughs> like, what are you doing? <laughs> this was what's so crazy about the Drew Hill albums and like how close they were. Yes, two years, you could be like, well, like a whole bunch of folks have albums that come out two years later. Like, yes, that may be the case, but y'all need to understand, in 98, we were still playing Drew Hill. We were still playing songs from that album. Like, we were still playing Tell Me, like, on a regular basis in 98. And so when they came and that album was just as fire, it, we, we didn't know what to do. Like, the, the, the radios were still playing Five Steps. Like, it was a new single in 98. Like and and then they dropped an album. We were it was it was it was um it was a lot. It was a lot for us. Our little minds did not know what to do. We went crazy with Drew Hill during that time. I put I just had to acknowledge that Shannon. That was like it was it was a lot back then. It was it was dope. I I will say, man, and like like I said, y'all like it wasn't like an easy decision. <laughs> right to put Drew Hill. It wasn't like I wasn't. It was. <laughs> yeah, y'all should have seen me. Like I had like the red tape with all the R and B groups on my wall. I'm like, this doesn't make any. And I'm ripping it off the wall. It doesn't make any sense. <laughs> right. <laughs> like Drew Hill was the group. Like everything y'all are saying is pure facts. It, 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 it nothing y'all have spoken has been a lie. One thing Drew Hill also had was like the videos, man. The videos, it, 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 if I went back and watched it, I'd probably laugh my ass off, but these are the time video when it was like the man in the iron mask yeah. Yeah. <laughs> with Cisco. <laughs> and he's like, they did the whole like uh, uh, him split screen thing. And he's like looking at himself like, oh man, Drew, Drew Hill had some great, great Yo, uh, uh, video. Wild West music video. Wild Wild West music video, which was like a movie. Come on. <laughs> and you know, that was basically, it was Will Smith featuring Cisco, but then like the rest of you here, like, well, we're here too. You know? Yep. <laughs> yep. You could take the best features of every group and make it into one thing. It, it was Drew Hill. Like, um, they, they had it all. They had like the, the, like, the like love songs, you know what I'm saying? But they also had the like, girl, we just going to get it in. Like got to get it. It's like, <laughs> What's up? Let's get it in right now. <laughs> oh, man. So we're going to talk about this Cisco album. <laughs> so let me ask you something. Did y'all include that in your decision making? I did not. Okay. I did not. I tried I tried not to think of Cisco by himself because, cause, I mean, it's unfair to everybody else because nobody, nobody else from any of the other groups had, like, a good solo career. Like, Were y'all, like, as shocked as I was that that album was as good as it was? I wasn't expecting... Cisco solo album to be fire. Don't and so when I heard it, I was like, oh my, he did it. I was like, he did it. He did it. The son of a bitch did it. Yeah! Yeah! All right. You, you know what's funny, man? And like, we're really dating ourselves. The only reason why I even bought that album is because I couldn't find the Thong Song single album yep. and and for the listeners who are like what the hell are they talking about back before we were blessed with like spotify itunes whatever if you wanted the hit single you could buy that on one cd and usually it was like that song maybe a remix and maybe the instrumental if you were lucky of that song and i could not find the thong song uh single so i just i was like well i'm just gonna i got four, 14 dollars burning a hole in my pocket I guess I'm gonna buy this whole album, and I was pleasantly surprised, dog. Like 
shocked. Like I was like, I'm I'm up here in my bed at night listening to this grown man sing. <laughs> like, <laughs> so for for those of y'all who like don't remember or don't understand, the album was so good you could take the thong song out of the album, <laughs> and it was still a good album. That's how good that album was. There uh, and grown men or just men in general would sing incomplete out loud <laughs> out loud they would sing incomplete out loud can't pretend it i don't see that without you girl my life is incomplete said without you girl. that's probably the best song on the album like it yeah, incomplete yeah. It's so good. <laughs> I don't know how many like people are heard who like can't sing, like try to break down incomplete. Life is incomplete. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh man. man. No, that that Unleash the Dragon was dope. I remember the album even having like dope artwork. Like the the book was dope. You know? For as good as that album was, I was really shocked that like he didn't have a career. Yeah. Like that other album, was it good? I think I heard one song and it was all right, but like, I don't think that album was good. Yeah, that's no. not, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, it it, it wasn't. I because I remember listening because it was it was something else about Dragon, right? I don't, I don't remember the title of it, but it it also had Dragon in the title. I think I think it was Return, of the, of, the Return of the Dragon. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah. I don't know. I'm just I'm just saying. It was something, dragon. but uh. Do y'all remember what album it was? I think it was Best of Both Worlds. I remember listening to a song and R. Kelly being like, Cisco Cisco's album's a flop. Woo! And I was like, I was like, RB niggas beef? Like, <laughs> do you want to know the story behind it, Mark? What? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here is the story behind it. And this is really dating us. Back in the day, 106 in Park, when uh when Cisco came to like talk about the release of his album, he said, pound for pound, I am the top R&B male artist out here. I am the top one, pound for pound. And I think he even named folks. Um, and like, they all got pissed. The next week, Usher came on 106 in Park. Because Usher, around that time, everybody was just like, Usher's an actor. Usher ain't made an album in a minute. And then he dropped, you remind me. And he said, what up, Cisco? <laughs> he's like, what? He looked at the camera. He's like, what up? What up? He's like, calm down, little man. Calm down. So, yes. And then R. Kelly, of course, dropped him too. So, yeah. they The, the R&Bs, they, they, they were a little pissed at that uh, statement that he made. All right. I, I, can, I, can, I can understand that. I can understand that. So, so let's just say this is our sort of 90s early 2000s Mount Rushmore of R&B I think many of us are in agreement that if this is our Mount Rushmore there's somebody that we would take down so (laughs) (laughs) if this was your Mount Rushmore uh, who would you take down and who would you put in their place uh, to make your 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 90s early 2000s Mount Rushmore I'm taking okay. I I can jump in. I'm taking Jagged Edge down, and I'm kicking him out of country. Um, put in the place though. It's a tie between three people, and I know that's not how this works, but that was a hard question. So, um, the three people are producers: Dark Child, Teddy Riley, and Babyface. Those are like. I mean, none of them are like groups, though. Well, Teddy Riley, I said Teddy Riley because, you know, like Blackstreet. Blackstreet is one of the greatest R&B groups of all time. In fact, that's probably who I would put there if we're doing groups. Um, But Babyface done wrote all these songs. Like, yo, whatever whatever your favorite R&B song, if you name your top five favorite R&B songs, he probably wrote one of them. That's just how it is. And Dark Child probably produced one of them. So, like, it's that's why I'm naming those two. But Blackstreet, to me, Blackstreet deserves to be on this list. I don't know where I would rank this if Blackstreet was added on this list. That's how high I think of uh, Blackstreet. Shannon, you said 90s, like strictly 90s? 
so I'm a, I'm gonna try to say '90s, early 2000s, because they were all in here. Because because I because I had some groups in mind, but I'm like they were like earlier '90s. Hey man, it's 2021. Harriet Tubman's about to be on the twenty dollar bill. I'm gonna throw TLC up there. Uh, yo, if we bring ladies, then everybody getting kicked out. <laughs> if we bring in ladies, everybody getting kicked out. Yo, yo, it's like hold on, hold on, not so fast. One twelve, <laughs> like, like, <laughs> like, we're boys to men. All right, I guess y'all could go, but everyone else, we're gonna have to like look over your credentials real quick. <laughs> yeah. What do we think about Casey and JoJo? Do, do we think do oh, they yeah. have longevity or were they? You know, no, they're, no, they're, okay, they're on there. This bro, like, like people are like moving out the way because Seal is gonna get on there. Because <laughs> of one song, <laughs> one song that had nothing to do with Batman, bro. Like that was the one of the most confusing times of my life. Because I was like, this song is such a banger, but what the hell does this have to do with Batman? <laughs> Not a thing. Not a thing. And yet, and yet, one of the greatest songs of all time. Dog, <laughs> dog, Sills up there because of "Kiss by a Rose," like without a doubt. And and he and he's being a jerk about it. He's like mushing people out the way. Like, <laughs> I I said this in the past podcast. I'm gonna say it again. First and foremost, Seal. If it wasn't for movies and soundtracks, Seal wouldn't have a career. This one song got him Heidi Klum. <laughs> He, he had one song and got one of the biggest supermodels of all time as his lady. Let me let me ask y'all uh, before we wrap up. Is SW is SWV getting in here? Bruh, we can't do ladies. Look, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> it's not <Mark>. fair. <laughs> no, it's not fair. No. First of all, I put Brownstone in like their two songs. I put them on the list. Like. Nah, man, we can't we can't do this. Like they, they Tony, would, Tony nah. Braxton got deeper voices than everyone we talked about, and she definitely get it up there. <laughs> no, like if the the lady version of this list, you can't you couldn't just have four. It'd be like a top ten. Yeah, yeah, because there's so many good ones. You can't just oh, it can't do be. it. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you all for listening to our episode. We have a new episode every month. You can find us on all social media at, at @popcultparent, P O P C U L T P A R E N T. Don't forget to email us at popcultparent at gmail.com. Please rate us, review, and subscribe. And as always, join the cult. Peace. 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 We're out.